0: To another episode of As Quiet as It's Kept. Once again, I'm your host, Jason Dante. I can't overstate it. I probably start off like every episode saying it, but I really appreciate all the love, all the support that you all have been giving this podcast. It's been great. It's been fun. It's been great and real fun. So if you haven't already, I would encourage you to like, share, subscribe to this podcast tell a friend, and have that friend tell a friend, and then have those two friends tell another friend, and then we got a lot of friends going on this journey together. Because once again, this is the podcast where we take quote-unquote taboo topics and we talk about them in order to demystify, debunk, and give you the real so that you can live a free life. This is the Freedom Podcast. This is a podcast that wants to talk about those things that we all go through And just for whatever reason or not, we don't really talk about it at length. And so I want to talk about those things. That's why we're here. That's why we exist. Uh, Once again, a special thanks to our sponsor, Everyone Wins Together Productions. Their mission is to curate content for the creator by producing experiences in music, media, and live production. Um, So if you need to start your own podcast, EWT has your back. If you need music for your digital content, EWT has your back. If your music or audio teams or production teams at your church need development and you just ready to take your ministry to the next level, EWT has your back. So please reach out, please reach out at EWT productions on all social media platforms or email me Jason at EWT and one other thing before we get started. Once again, y'all, what are my disclaimers? I don't know it all. I'm still learning, and that's why I'm also doing this podcast. I'm sharing with you all what I'm learning. And number 2, Christian black man millennial in the United States of America so that you understand my cultural context. Okay. So, for this episode, this it is something that most of my listeners probably are this. we have stepped into this, and I'll be honest this it isn't that fun. <laughs> We're gonna have a fun time talking about this it, but actually being this it is ghetto <laughs> it it's it's a it's a lot happening with this it it's a lot of responsibility with this it and there's no avoiding it. You are this it longer than you are a child for this week's it. We are talking about adulting, being an adult. So let's get into it. Being an adult, man, this, this, this adulthood, and, and you see a plethora of memes on the internet, right? Talking about adulthood, like adulthood is the worst hood I've ever been to. Man, whoever, whenever I was younger and saying I wanted to be an adult, like I, I don't like it here anymore. You pick it, you name it. There's been a meme about it. Being an adult is hard and it's weird. It, it's it's weird being here, right? It, it's a lot of different things that are happening. Um, not only in the world, but in your mind, in your body, in your emotions, in your finances. It's just a lot of things that come with being an adult. Here's some of the things that nobody told me to be ready for when I became an adult. So the first one, nobody told me how my taste would change. Not not literal taste, even though that kind of has happened a little bit yes that has happened a little bit actually let's stop there right because like when i was in like kindergarten or younger like ooh i could pound some sugar i remember specifically and i still have like um a trauma concerning this i made a gingerbread house in like third like second or third grade and we made it with graham crackers and frosting and everything and i like like while we were making it, I was just pounding a graham cracker, dipping it in frosting, and just eating it like that, and I was fine. the wife's traumatic, just so you know, um when I brought it home, I was really excited to eat it, and my parents said, "No, don't eat it yet. you want to show your grandparents." Well, my grandparents didn't come over until weeks later, and so the gingerbread house got all hard and crusty, and I couldn't eat anymore. I was very disappointed. It's a deep wound. I'm healing. So it, it, it's stuff like that where you just can't handle sugar anymore or even certain types of food. One of my favorite foods is pizza, right? And so when I eat the pizza, I enjoy the pizza, but best believe I got Pepsi or Tums on deck because my system can't handle the grease and the sauce anymore. And so if I don't take a pepsi or if I don't take an anti-acid or something like that, then I'm going to have heartburn all through the middle of the night. Nobody warned me about that, man. I just want to eat the pizza. I don't want to burn. I don't want to burp up acid and stuff like that. Like, it's gross. I don't like it. I just want to go back to the old days of just Hey, I can eat pizza and it'll be all good. And another thing about adulthood, um, some of my close friends, you know that I say this often and it's very true. The LBs come for us all. (laughs) Listen, I've always been a a more husky guy, but please believe um, the LBs, the pounds, the weight gain comes for us all as an adult. Because, you know, when you're younger, you kind of more running and gunning and you can eat more loosely and everything like that. Cause you're gonna burn it off and everything. Fam, that food be staying on you. Okay. And then you just like balloon up. And then next thing you know, you just like, oh gosh, I am huge. What, when did this happen? You know, it it's the LBs come for us all, dog. So y'all be prepared. Um for, for the ones that are like super into health and fitness way to go, you all are our inspiration, for the rest of us, the LBs came for us, and so now we're trying to figure it out as we go, Um, so it's things like that, man, because even, like, even think back to, like, college days, right, even though we were technically adults, you weren't really adults in college, Um, no, not at all, in college, It wasn't wasn't nothing to go ahead and make a late night run to Taco Bell to get the little like $5 box that they used to have, you know, like you get like a burrito, a taco, some cinnamon twist and a drink, you know what I mean? And it, it would be nothing to eat those. But then as I started to see, I'm like, wait, one, Taco Bell, not really sitting right with my system for one. And now for two. This Taco Bell was sitting on me a lot more, so I I can't like just do late night eating or anything like that. This is weird. Also, as far as like sleep goes, sleep is so much different. At the time that I'm recording this, it's probably about like eight thirty, eight forty five at night right now, and I am tired, Bucko. I want to be in bed, <laughs> like like I put my we put our sun down around like eight eight thirty and everything. We already got our nighttime showers in and. I want to go to bed, but no, I'm here for y'all, talking into a mic, putting this podcast out. But I want to sleep. I want to sleep. I want to sleep. And 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 so it's those kind of things, man. Like used to be up to like, oh, it don't start until eight or nine. Cool, I'm there. But you're like, bro, eight or nine is when I'm in the bed now. Like I, I can't do that. Um, even around the time that I'm recording this, the NBA playoffs are happening and everything. I haven't stayed up to watch one. Game yet because I just be tired, man. I just want to lay in bed and like you know if I stay up a little bit later, cool. But I want to be in bed, staying up a little bit later, watching TV with my wife. That's the kind of things that are fun to me. And when you get older as an adult, certain things just become more fun to you as well. At first, it used to be like really about like your fit or something like that. Like oh man, gonna get some new clothes, gonna get a new game or whatnot. And you know if you're adult still doing that, all all power to you. For me. I get excited about appliances. I picked up a, (laughs) I picked up, and I was really excited about it. That's why I'm laughing. I picked up a spatula. It's like a specific pancake spatula. So it's like, it's a little bit wider and it's perfect for flipping pancakes. More so specifically, it's perfect for like my breakfast. I'm like, I'm very old man when it comes to my breakfast, like I almost have like the same thing every day. And so for the particular way I need to flip my eggs, cause I kind of like do it like an omelet. Like the spatula is perfect because it makes it whole, it flips over. I was so excited to buy that. Um, Also bought like the little like silicone molds that like, if you drop an egg or a pancake in it, it makes it like a perfect circle super excited about that. I shouldn't be excited about that, but I am. Um, when we got our vacuum a couple years ago, I was super excited about that. Like appliances, you know, and you know, whenever me and my wife, whenever we get in, get a a new house or something like that, I know like we're going to have to get appliances like a refrigerator, washer, dryer. And we already started kind of like just, you know, just vision board stuff. Right. So we already started looking at a refrigerator and everything. I already know the refrigerator that I want to get. Like, I know exactly what it's supposed to look like. Uh, I, I really like the home edit. So I'm already like trying to start home edit kind of type stuff. Got some clear bins, got some canisters with the label on it. Those kind of things excite me as an adult. It makes me very happy to organize. Today, I spent like a couple hours just cleaning. I mean I'm I mean I guess no matter what age you are you like you should be just cleaning but but still you know it it it's those kind of things man that like nobody told me or prepared me for that or and and then it's also like just a little stuff I'm saying all this one cuz I know the first few episodes that we had were more a little bit more heavier in content and so I want to lighten it up the mood I I want to lighten the mood up a little bit and hopefully make you feel seen right So, like, being an adult, like, buying toilet paper, that, (laughs) it's be so annoying to just buy toilet paper, like, because, you know, when you were a kid, when you were younger, you didn't really have to think about toilet paper or buying toilet paper. It was just there, and you used it, and it was all good. But now I have to, like, consciously be aware of how much toilet paper is in the house. I don't want to think about booty wiping materials, but I have to because I'm an adult now. And that's where we add in life. Last thing I'm going to rant about, I have a favorite store. And again, some some of my close friends, y'all know this, but one of my favorite stores is Sam's Club. Costco's coming up on the heels of it, but I love, love, love wholesale stores, okay? I actually got these Pumas for like 13 bucks from Costco's a few weeks ago, and I was like super pumped and super excited about it because what other magical place can you go? I can get tires. I can get mayo. I can get a chicken and I can get a whole fit and just go to one place and get um, the Pepsi that I need, you know, because I'm having pizza later on that day. I can get it all there. Get it all there and not have to worry about it for weeks or months on end because I got it all there. It it it's a magical place Sam's Club and Costco. It it makes me very happy to go, you know. It's everything that I need is there. If I need cleaning supplies, it's there. If I need air freshener, it's there. If I need toilet paper, it's there. If I need even some books. Like I I found this random like pineapple feelings activity for my son. At Sam's Club, when whenever I get a house and everything, they have fire pits and they have um, patio furniture. I'm gonna go to Sam's Club. You remember that refrigerator I was talking to you about? It's actually at Costco. It's a it's a magical place. Whole Whole store, wow. Wholesale stores are just the most magical places on the face of the earth, and they make me so excited going there. And I shouldn't be that excited going there but I'm an adult now. And so it's that kind of stuff that excites me. It's weird, but it makes me happy. It's my happy place. <laughs> Another thing that I feel like nobody really tells you about being an, uh, being an adult is how your friend groups kind of wean off. How, you know, th- this podcast is a little more serious in nature, so we got to turn the corner at some point. How, you know, like when you're in high school, even like in college, like you really have like a lot of set friends and everything, but it's like the older you get, the more you got to fight to keep those bonds, right? Because like in college or any kind of type of schooling, y'all were close to each other. It was easy to, to be next to each other. It was easy access to one another. But then when real life starts and when you really have to worry about bills and careers and families and stuff like that then, you know, the text messages and the calls get a little less and less. You start to see each other a little less and less. And then now you have to do things of like, hey, let's schedule a call together or, you know, let's schedule some time that we can talk. And it's it's not being stuffy or anything, but it's just, this is the reality that a lot of us are busy. A lot of us have stuff going on. And so just to kind of do things at a drop of a dime isn't always feasible. And so, it's those kind of things that you really have to fight for those kind of friendships. And just sometimes just those friendships that you have slowly just kind of fizzle away as you go in different parts of life. And, and it's fine, you know, like I've had a couple friends that, you know, I, I love dearly, still love dearly to this day, but we don't talk nearly as much as we used to. And it's just because I'm on a certain path and they're on another path. Um, mine's not any better than theirs and vice versa, but it's just different paths of life that kind of just have us go in our separate ways. And so the friend groups get smaller and smaller, but then that also means that the friendships that you do make mean more and can get even closer and closer because you, you know, it, it's, it's just necessary. Um, then especially being a millennial in this country learning how the world really works no nobody prepared me for that how like healthcare how like healthcare really works um my wife she has a job that she deals a little bit more in healthcare she's a social worker but um she's worked a lot of worked a lot behind the scenes within like the insurance side of it and so saying how like hey, you know, like ambulance rides, those aren't covered by your insurance. It's really an outside third party. And so even though you're going to like the ER and whatnot, you're going to have to pay like the ambulance bill and then the hospital bill and then like the seeing the physician bill. And so really like learning how the world like really works, I was not prepared. And, you know, a lot again, you'll see a lot of TikToks and different videos and stuff on how um, schools taught us algebra and different things like that, but didn't really teach us about the tax code and how taxes really work. I mean, dog, that's a real thing because the the whole tax thing, and and I know there's some of you brainiacs that are just, you just know that stuff. But for me, it just gets very convoluted and confusing a lot of times. And a lot of stuff just doesn't seem to make sense unless you're like in that field. And so, really, learning how that works, really learning, um, maybe even how some of your people and some of the people that you used to knew used to know how like they really think, how they really feel. So, like, perfect example when COVID happened, the pandemic happened, everything with like George Floyd, and you know, all of America had time to really like look racial issues in the face. You started to see where people really stood. And, 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 and that's, that's tough, you know, that, that, that was a tough thing that we all went through. Um, and it, it was a tough thing to swallow to see like, oh, okay. So that's how you really feel. Um, and everything with like the government, I, you know, I can go on and on, I can, you know, in ad nauseum, but it it is just really interesting that as we've become adults and as we have been millennials and as we, especially millennials, we, we've been through a lot, y'all. And then, you know, all, all the um, the emotional stress, the mental stress of it all, um, the financial stressors that come with being an adult. It's a lot, y'all. And so if you're in a, if you are an adult listening to this, which I'm pretty sure you will be, if you're a little bit younger, I mean, still rock with me too, might as well. But if you're an adult listening to this, I just want to let you know, I see you. You're doing a good job. Not everything is on fire as you think it is. You're doing okay. You're doing okay. Ma'am, sir, you're doing all right. So here are some of the things that I've been learning. Being an adult, one of the best and wisest decisions that I've made being an adult is who I decided to marry. Being an adult, I realize how critical having a helpmate having an equal partner, having a spouse is. Because without my wife to to lean on, I I truly don't know where I would be in this adult world. And so if you are looking to be married and everything, just make sure you marry smart, marry right, take your time. And I know with some of you, you may feel like you don't have time. You do have time. That's the weird thing about being an adult, right? Like, sometimes it feels like you don't have time, but you also have a lot more time than what you think you do, but you're also not sure how much time you have, so you got to get after it. But when it comes to an important decision like this, you cannot rush it. Make sure you pray. Make sure you work on you so that you... Are the answer to somebody else's prayer? So a lot of times we we be so like, oh man, like God, just send me my husband, just send me my wife. Well, are you the husband or wife that your future husband or wife has prayed for? Something to think about. And so that's even more so why we really got to do the work as far as being an adult, figuring out what like what do I really believe in? Who am I really? being open to learning new things and bigger than that, being open to unlearning a lot of things. Maybe there's just some stuff um, as a child, as a young adult, teenager, college age kind of type stuff to where like, there's just some things that you were taught that just don't work anymore. You know, a, a specific generation's taught you something at a specific time to the best of their knowledge. Now you kind of take that and you go to the next level. And so, you know, keep, it's kind of like the eat the meat, spit the bones. It's kind of that thing. Um, Another thing, being an adult, I'm learning that you got to take risks. That kind of goes back with the whole thing of like having time and not having time. Because like, yes, we do have time, but we also don't have a lot of time to waste. So I'm, I'm in my 30s. I got a lot of time, but I don't have a lot of time to waste either, and so you got to take the time to find what makes you come alive, and whatever that is, do it, and feel free to take the risk, it's going to be risk, it's always easy to... Do the safe route? Trust me, believe me. Uh, I, I think in like the very first episode that I did of this podcast, I told you all that I wanted the typical nine to five, but the like God was leading me to a life in entrepreneurship. It's super risky. It's super uncomfortable, but I trust God. At least I'm I'm learning to trust God for real, for real. Not just in His gift, not just in His promises, but trust in God. And so. Being an adult, like you I got, I gotta take the risk. I gotta really just go for it. It's this kind of it's this kind of stuff, like doing podcasts and making music and those kind of things that really make me come alive. And if I were to settle, if you were to settle on just a nine to five, and that's not your heart's passion, that's not what makes you come alive, then bro, sis, you gotta find what makes you come alive. Maybe you need to keep that nine to five and, you know, work on like your passions on the side or whether it's ministry, artistry, whatever the case may be, go ahead and do that. Or maybe you really need to give your all into whatever's on your heart to do. Like that's between you and Holy Spirit to to figure that out. But ultimately we don't have the time to just kind of lollygag for lack of better terms. And, and there's, and there's grace. If you spent years there there's grace on it. And I'm, and I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect, but I just want you to come alive. We're adults now. So just do what makes you come alive. And that's going to make the world better. That's going to make you better. That's going to make your relationships better. People who interact with you are going to be better because you're going to be fulfilled. So find what fulfills you and it's going to be scary. Take the risk anyway. Do it scared. Like, like like, a lot of times, especially us Christians, um, we we so much like, oh, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Oh, I cancel that fear, blah, 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 and everything. And it's like, that's cool to an extent because for one, when the Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, it's really a spirit of timidity, not like, uh, ah, fear, you know? It's, so it's like, don't, don't be timid. Don't shy away um, from who you are. He didn't give, for God hasn't given us the spirit to be timid. Or to lessen ourselves, but of power and love and a sound mind. So that that's actually what that's talking about. And so, and then another. There's a story. I think it's in First Kings that talked about like King Jehoshaphat. I think that it like the Bible says he was afraid and sought the Lord. So like, if you're scared, if you're afraid, that's cool, but do it anyway. Like be afraid and seek the Lord. Now, of course, fear becomes an issue when, and again, this is in the episode on fear, but you know, fear becomes an issue when you get stagnant, but like emotions are okay. Who created emotions in the first place? So your emotions are okay, but just still go after it. Be afraid, take the risk. Be afraid, make the leap. Be afraid, go for it because you're like, we're adults now. And so you're not waiting on anybody to give you permission. You go ahead and get it. Uh, like my good friend, Unk, Stevo, he says, go get it because God says it's yours. And that that's the kind of mentality of being an adult that you have to have. Now, I'm going to go get it because God said it's mine. So go get it. Take the risk. Marry smart. Do the right things. Unlearn what you need to. Learn what you need to. Be flexible, be malleable, but be sure in yourself, be sure in your identity, and just do the best that you can. And if nobody's told you lately, you're doing a great job. And so, as always, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Um, again, a little bit lighter in context, but just something I just want to be real with. And again, I hope you feel seen, my adult friends. And I... I hope that you're seeing me or hearing me or listening to me. And so, again, I encourage you to like, share, subscribe to this podcast. Um, There is a newsletter. Um, It's in the description of every episode. Uh, So feel free to sign up to that newsletter. I'll be sending out just reminders that, hey, episode coming out this week. And especially if you have any it's that you want me to talk about specifically, um, let me know. Please, please let me know. And I would I would love to touch on it. I would love to connect with you, my listeners, one-on-one to see how this content is impacting you, whatever the case may be. So let's create a community together, a place where you feel seen, feel heard, and where we talk about the things that need to, need to be talked about. And so with that being said, good people, this has been another episode of As Quiet As It's Kept with your man, Jason Dante. I'll see y'all next week.